Spectre Show. I am back. It has been a long time, and uh, I just want to let you all know that I'm happy that you're still listening. Those of you that have downloaded it, there's a lot of information to download, or well, download to you, I guess. Uh, dump on you, basically. It's, this is going to be. Ooh. I knocked something over. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of information that comes out here. I, I'm going to need to talk a lot about what's going on, why I've been quiet, all these things, and what you can expect in the future here. So let me just get right into it. First and foremost, if you have noticed, starting with this episode, I am foregoing the, um, the titles that I have been using. I was using Nine Inch Nails songs in the order which which they were appear, and so if they were... Uh, remix songs or if they appeared on an album in a certain order that's the album that they were showing up I, i'm this it's done um <clears throat> this podcast has been primarily about updating you all about things like this and um that's uh that's the first thing that's going is the <clears throat> is the naming structure so what this podcast well let me hold on Oh, no, I'll, I'll keep going. What this podcast is going to be about from, from the future here going forward is I, I want to do something more regular. So I had mentioned a while ago that I was talking about going to two nights a week <clears throat> and running it like that. <clears throat> Pardon me. I am also thinking still of going more than that, but if I do two nights a week, then if I do it on a Tuesday night and a, and a Thursday night, I should be able to keep it up and then, you know, go from there. And the idea was that I would do one show on Tuesday and, and a different podcast entirely on Thursday. But at this point, what I think I'm going to do is just do the same show. Um, <clears throat> oh man. <clears throat> so there's a couple of podcasts I listen to that have rapidly expanded their own personal networks. So a couple of them, well, one of them primarily, he, he, he started with a good show and then he started branching out like exponentially quick. I mean, it was very fast. So it went from one to three to five to, I don't know how many podcasts he's got going on now, but he mentioned on a recent podcast of the original one that if he would have been smart about the whole thing, he would have just poured his heart into one really good podcast and not expanded so much. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm going to go with that theory, too. I'm going to pour my heart into the Spectre show, and we're going to worry about the other ones later. Um, that's why I want to go to the two episodes a week. Um... I don't know about how they're going to be numbered or named or anything like that. Uh, the intent is to live broadcast them, and that I'm hoping I can figure out how the digital mixer type thing works. Basically, what I'm talking about is putting up the um, <clears throat> putting up the, the you know fading the music in with me and fading it out when or fading me out when it's time to go. If I can find something like that. <clears throat> if I can't, well, I guess I'll just do a raw file and then, you know, clip on what I need to before and after, which is what I've been doing when I do live shows is, is, is recording what you're hearing. And then I'll add my opening and closing on the end of it afterwards and post-production. So that is definitely an option. And that is the 
the that's going to be the crux of what's going on on this website and this podcast. <clears throat> Some people may be wondering about the greatest show. The greatest show is not dead. However, um, YouTube has eliminated the ability to do the Google Plus Hangouts style of podcast. So I literally don't know. I, I'm, I've been working on an alternate solution. But the instant I let YouTube know I was testing out a broadcasting a piece of broadcasting software, it removed any other option from my from my options. I literally have to use broadcasting software now. I can't use anything else. There is nothing else to use. That's very frustrating. Um, <clears throat> very very frustrating. It's. I'm. You know, I didn't have a gradual build-up like I would have needed in order to do what YouTube basically has forced me to do now. And that, you know, I, I would have liked to have tried a little bit here, tried a little bit there. The broadcasting software I'm using from my laptop gets very choppy. And it's basically because my laptop is not super-powered. I mean, it's it's got... <clears throat> it's, it's storage is on the fuller side. Like, I probably got, I don't know five to ten percent of storage available the internet connection never seems to work the way i want it to while it's running so if i have my um what was i so i i wanted to use a conferencing software called vc that i was i was um i got everybody on on the cast up to using the problem with the broadcasting software is that it's not pulling the audio from VC, and I don't know how to get it to pull the audio. We can all hear each other, but when you hear the final product, the video product, I'm the only one that can be heard because my audio is the only one that's being pulled. That's a problem. Um, so I am working on figuring that out. I have also decided to start testing out a new Apple-specific piece of broadcasting software which hopefully is A, more intuitive, and B, far more useful than what I was using, which is OBS, Open Broadcasting Software. It, OBS, it's just, it's clunky. It's hard to work with. It doesn't give me the options I need. It doesn't explain anything. It's very, it's very clunky. So if I'm going to do The Greatest Show in the future, there's, it, it's, there's going to be, I, I wanted to have brought it back already. I mean, there should have been things going on. Um, it's, we are going to do the gather up and talk geeky stuff once in a while, but it's, it's going to be something far more than that from this point on, which means, um, I'm going to be like doing one, more one-on-one -on -one type stuff. It is going to be still geeky oriented, but this is, this is after I get the Spectre show running the way it needs to go. So the greatest show is not dead. It is, it's just on hold. It's, it's on an extended hiatus. Kind of like when Bob and I had to take an extended hiatus way back, if you watch the stuff on, on the uh, live channel on YouTube. <clears throat> and like I said, basically, if you want to see what I'd been doing, look at the YouTube stuff. And what I will be doing is going to be different because they don't have that option. Um, I was contemplating using uh, Roll20, for the video and the audio, but that also requires broadcasting software. So basically, I use whatever program to get everybody's video and audio in there, and then I have to run broadcasting software. So if my if my laptop can run the conferencing software, the video, audio video software, 
at 50%, the broadcasting software is taking another 45%, so there's hardly any more room for it to process things lively. So things get choppy, audio gets cut out, video gets cut out. I mean, all the tests I've run looks terrible. It's, it's just absolutely awful on my laptop. Which uh, moves me to my next point. Um, I am literally sitting in my podcasting studio with my laptop, although I wanted to use my brand new Mac Mini software setup. So I have moved my Mac Mini upstairs into my podcast studio. I have a small TV that I wanted to connect it to and use it as a display. Um... I can't do that. Uh, the display is, uh, the TV is overscanned, like the desktop hangs off on every side. I literally can't see the top menu, and I can only see about a, f- a quarter of the bottom menu icons. Um, on both sides, I am guessing that it's cutting off. Uh, well, I mean, the icons that line up on the on the right side. Uh, they, they cut off halfway. So basically, I'm, I've, I've got a lot of overscan, and I have no way to fix it. The TV head doesn't have an adjustment for it, and the Mac Mini doesn't either. It's, it's an older TV, so I'm going to look at getting a new monitor specifically for the Mac Mini. Um, I have a brother-in-law who games a lot, and we're hoping that he has an extra monitor that I can use that will work. And I mean, I don't mind a little tiny bit of overscan but I mean I have to see most of what I'm looking at because like I said I can't even see the top menu um not even vaguely I I mean I don't even know where the things are at I couldn't tell you if I was on a menu item or not that's how far overscanned it is so I lose the mouse entirely if I go off to the areas that's overscanned so that you know, I don't change the size of the cursor. That should just give you an idea of how much overscan I got. So I, I, I would be fine with underscan. Absolutely fine. I don't care if there's a border, but I need to see at least most of the desktop. And that's just unfortunately not working well for me. I'm going to try to move my door here real quick. There we go. So I, I have all my acoustical mats set up. I did... So I was... My podcast studio is a closet. It's literally a closet. Before, uh, I was pointing into the closet. Like I was, I, most of my setup was in between um, the, the clothes that were hanging in the closet and then the opening was to my back. I've basically turned everything 90 degrees counterclockwise. Um, now I'm facing one wall so that when I get to do video again, I have a backdrop that is not an, uh, an open window, basically. So I should get a lot better lighting. I have studio lighting in here now. It's, uh, it's, it's workable. And as soon as I get this computer up and running, I can actually start running video. So, I mean, while I don't mind just doing audio right now, because this, this is the way I get to talk to everybody, what I want to do is I want to stop the audio, at least, at least the primary part of the audio, and move towards video. I, I want to start producing video. There's a lot of things involved with that. I've done it in the past, and I want to, uh, eventually I want to be able to get um, Final Cut Pro. I I mean, I can use iMovie right now, that's no problem, but I I want to start working towards getting a more professional setup because I want to podcast a lot, and I want to podcast about interesting things. So 
Now that I've talked about my setup, about The Greatest Show, and about The Spectre Show, let me tell you what I'm looking to do on The Spectre Show. It's, it's while there may be some, hey, this is what's going on on the website, um, I'm trying to move away from that. I don't want it just to be an update show because there's no longevity there. So if you go back and listen to this fifth episode of The Spectre Show, it's probably an update about this, that, or the other thing going on on the website. Well, that was how many years ago now? So it's not, there's no longevity. So I'm, I want to talk about geeky subjects. So... I will be picking a topic or two topics or three topics to talk about that are geeky, and I'm going to do kind of a news slash opinion show. So if I was to have picked something just off the top of my head, the Rise of Skywalker trailer came out, the final one came out just before, uh, well, yesterday during Monday Night Football, I probably would have talked Star Wars on this episode if it were what I'm talking about. You know, if I was going, if I was talking about my multiple days a week shows you know talk about the rise of skywalker maybe maybe you know mention this that or the other thing about the expanse coming up in a couple of months maybe even talking about the watchman tv show that just came out on hbo this sunday you know talk about those things so that it's not hey this is how i'm you know this is what the uh, bujo rpg is what stage it's at because, like I said, how many you, these these don't you can't, there's no re-listenability to my current podcasts, and I want there to be re-listenability. And moving forward, that's just how it's going to be. So the topics are going to be geeky. They may be random. I may have series going on. Um, like I just finished rewatching the MCU, for instance, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I watched them without watching the Incredible Hulk or either Spider-Man movies. And I wanted to see how it watched, and I also cut out every single post credit scene. There are no post credit scenes that I included in this. Some of the things were a little bit weird in the transitions because the post credit scenes actually feed into the story. So, for instance... Oh, I should also say that I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain America before even starting Infinity War. So I got all of the individual movies out of the way and then watched the two, the Infinity War and Endgame. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp going into Endgame is weird because at the end of the movie, everything is just fine and, and dandy. But the post credit scenes where we find out what where Scott has been when he appears in Endgame... So, I mean, you need little things like that, but I mean, it's not completely, it doesn't completely ruin the experience. I just, I wanted to give it a shot. There were, like, I, I skipped the Hulk because the Hulk always seems to feel like a sore thumb sticking out from the rest of the MCU. Um, after having done what I did, I think that Hulk needs to be included. And I'm pretty sure that the, both the Spider-Man movies need to be com, com, included too, so... Um, I, I am tinkering with the watching, the, the viewing order, though, because I, while I, I do like the order of release, and then I switch those two movies towards the end with, uh, to put Infinity War and Endgame next to each other, I, I, I'm going to tweak it a little bit more to see if there's a better flow, so we'll, uh, we'll see how that works. But that's the type of thing I would have expounded on, because I've recently done it, and it would have been a topic of conversation. I may also talk about news. I mean, there's, um... For like, for instance, uh, Martin Scorsese opened his uh, stupid fat mouth and um, called uh, Marvel movies not cinematic. Well, you know, his comments were one thing, 
But when Francis Ford Coppola came out and said that the Marvel movies are despicable, I lost all respect for Francis Ford Coppola. Um, apparently, Coppola doesn't think you should watch movies more than once. So while all of us that have been waiting for these Marvel movies to come out forever, superhero movies in general, to not suck in general. Now that we've got them, we've got two cranky old guys that are making the same fucking movie over and over and over again. I swore. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if I'm going to worry about that anymore either, though. Uh, anyway, they're making the same movie over and over and over again. They think that that is what people should be watching. Well, I, I've, if you've seen one mob movie, you've seen them all. You really have. So, shut up? <sighs> all right, I got distracted. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, or if this is your very first podcast, my wife is the owner and operator of Made by Trisha. If you go to madebytrisha.com, it should take you to her Etsy page. And we make dog treats and cat toys. <clears throat> we are in the midst of Christmas season. It is, um, as, I'm, as I'm recording this, it is October 22nd. It's a Tuesday, October 22nd. We have been in Christmas mode for almost a month now, and it's only getting worse. Uh, like, there's a week in November where I have the entire week off, but all I am doing is doing dog treats. That's all I'm doing. I won't be recording podcasts. I won't be working on Boo Journey RPG. I won't be doing any of that. So we're in the throes of it. So whatever I do with this podcast is definitely going to happen afterwards, and the website too, but... um. Oh, there's so much, it's just so much, it's so, it's so overwhelming. So, anyway, I'm, I'm the dog tree production side, and once we get past Christmas, how we have our, our situation scheduled at the moment works really well for catching up large chunks at a time. So, I've been doing batches of treats, two batches every night, most nights, there is the odd one that I don't do anything. And then full days off, like today should have been, uh, I would work all day on dog treats. And then that gets like the bigger orders out of the way because we can get a lot of treats put out at one time. So we're going to keep doing this until Christmas comes through and then I get to start working on other things again. But um, that's where most of my time is. I, I have I've gotten my notification to record the Spectre show for months now and I haven't bothered to do it. In fact, I don't even, you know, I, I'm gonna, I am gonna look this up as to when the last Spectre show came out because I am very interested to see how terrible of a podcaster I am. Um, let's see here, Spectre show. Um, it looks like I haven't done one since June 10th. <laughs> So June 10th, I, I haven't recorded a podcast since yeah since June 10th, and I mean, it's October 22nd, so I'm July, August, September, October, I'm four months, four months without a podcast, that's, that's insane. So, yeah. As far as the bullet journaling has gone, I, I have set up and created my new journal, I have I, I did some stuff in it initially, but because of the way that we're doing the dog treats, I, I just haven't had a chance to play with it since. 
Um, I've got a lot of stuff in it to get Boo Journey laid out and, and, and created and whatnot. But honestly, I there's so much going on with the system. I have put out updates. I've put out updates and they've... I, I, I've twice I have wiped the slate clean and started over. Um, the current iteration of Boo Journey RPG is going to be telling a very specific story. And that's what I learned really needs to happen is there needs to be a very specific story. So I can't do the broad general, you know, you want to do Star Trek, you can go do a Star Trek thing and come back and then you can do a Star Wars thing later. No, it's got to be a, a solid story. I'm not going to license anything from anybody. So I'm literally, I, I've got a, uh, a world, I, I know the entire history of a world. And you're basically going to be playing through the, that world and you know self uh, self improving along the way that's the other thing is that i had uh, so the last iteration before i started working on the one the current one i had put so much effort into the story part of it i completely forgot about the self improvement aspect so i mean i i looked at it and i'm like oh my god how do I fix this? So I started to try to fix it and it made things worse, which is why I swept everything aside and I said, listen, this is what needs to happen. I had things really complicated compared to what I'm doing right now. I mean, I literally just need to write the story down and release it. I mean, that's all I've got. All I've got to do. So when Bujerni is ready to uh, ship, I guess would be the, you know, when I, when I, when I release it, you're going to get a, a introductory, this is the world, this is kind of what sets you up for things you'll get missions to do to specifically work on certain things so you will get things to build physically things to build mentally and things to build socially i've removed the emotional aspects out of it because they were hard to quantify um but the you know one of the missions would be like uh we'll go out and walk for five thousand steps and then you gain whatever the the boon is from that particular story chunk. Now, there are story chunks that are just like roll some dice combat type things because the idea behind Boo Journey RPG was that I wanted to give you story to work on while you're also working on your self-improvement. The one thing that I have learned from Bujo RPG is that when you leave things too open, people, the, the, the sheer vastness of their selectable items is too much so there was a lot of times uh, there's a lot of emails i got for bujo rpg where people said well i'm i i know i see you've got this walking thing down but i don't really do a lot of walking what if i what if i add this other particular aspect in there and i said well that's fine because it's it's suited to you and they're like well how do what you know what goals do i set and i'm like well um And I would try to kind of walk them through, you know, figuring that out. So if you, using the language thing, for instance, I know a modicum of Vietnamese. Uh, and it's because I used it as a quest in Bujo RPG. Uh, side note, I am currently learning Russian because um, I no longer have Vietnamese customers on my route. I have Russian customers on my account. So I want to be able to, uh, on my route. So I want to be able to communicate with the ones that don't speak any English whatsoever. Anyway. Um, using the language. So if they said, you know, I don't want to learn this language, I want to learn this language, how do I do it? Well, 
my my idea was doing the learn five words, learn 10 words, learn 25 words, learn 50 words, you know, step up like that. You want to learn the things that you are going to use. So if I'm telling you, if I'm helping you learn Russian because you know that I don't know Russian, what I'm going to give you is the way I'm going to do it. So for instance, um, my wife and I have been rewatching Cheers in our spare time. And there was a Russian lady that came in and said goodbye in Russian as she walked away. Well, I looked that up. I knew what it meant. So then I started using it with my Russian customers. And they're all, you know, they were all kind of, hey, oh, he, he you know, he's, he's saying goodbye. And I, I mean, I, I want to be able to say something like good day or whatever. But um, so there was that. Um, most people know that da is yes and yet is no. So, I mean, uh, goodbye, by the way, is das vidanya. So right there, you know three Russian words if you use them. So the fourth thing that I have been working on is good morning, and that is dobre utra. Um, and I used that the other day, and I've only gotten to use it once, but uh, it is correct, and um, I'm going to be expounding on that. So I will. what I do is I use the word or phrase for about a week, week and a half, two weeks, you know, until I'm comfortable with it. And then I start expanding. So after good morning, I will probably learn something like hello or good afternoon. And I'm learning it specifically to interact with postal customers. So what I will be doing is gearing mine towards having um, pleasant conversations where I can get to a point to where I can understand the things that they're meaning to talk about without meaning, without understanding the necessarily the, the specific words. So while I was learning Vietnamese, I got good enough to where there is a Vietnamese woman who runs a business on my old route who I started having conversations with, and she would expand it a little bit every once in a while. So we would talk, we would have the same conversation every day, and then every once in a while she would throw in a word or two, and I'd be like, what's that? She would explain it, and then we would start using that in the conversation. So we were having multiple sentence conversations by the time I was done. Um, I have lost a lot of that, by the way, because I have not used it. I mean, there are some things I remember, but it's it's rough because I just don't use it, which is why I switched to Russian. Anyway, that's the type of thing you want to do. You want to do you want to gear it towards what you need it for. So using me, the mailman, as the example, after I know the good mornings and the hellos and the good afternoons and the goodbyes or have a good days, I'm going to start working on things like I need a signature. Um, is there an adult home? Um, how are you today? You know, I'm going to start expanding that way, start expanding around what I'm actually doing during my day. And that's how I would explain to you to do it for your purposes of learning. Um, I also strongly suggest that you have somebody you can run phrases by. Um, the person I'm running my f Russian phrases by, for instance, is the, um, she is the, uh, apartment manager of the place where most of my Russian customers live. And um, she understands what I'm doing. She knows that she needs to correct me if I say something wrong. And then she's completely, she, she understands if I say something incorrectly, she'll correct me right away. So, I mean, it's, it's no big deal because I've got somebody to bounce things off of. So, but that's, that's, what I did with Bujo RPG, Boo Journey, I wanted to have something more specific. So if I was, if one of the things was the mental tasks was to teach you Russian, 
I would run you through specific words, and I would also be running you through how to spell in Russian, because they don't use the Roman alphabet, they use Cyrillic, which is uh, different. Uh, it's got some similar characters, but there's a lot of different ones. There's there's that square-looking A, boxy-thing-looking uh, letter. There's the like a backwards R, I believe. Um, there's one that looks like a, a candelabra, but with feet. Um, so it's like an X with a line straight up and down through it, um, kind of. There's, I mean, there's just letters that don't exist in the Roman alphabet. So, I mean, there's, there's things you would need to learn that way. So that's what I've been building Boo Journey into. So it's not going to be, you know, so using physically, uh, your first task is to walk 1,000 steps. I don't care if you walk 35,000 steps a day. You're, if you can do the, I'm just telling you, do the 1,000 steps. Later on in the missions, maybe it's 5, maybe it's 10, maybe it's 15, maybe it's 100. But you're beginning ex explicit directives. And then at some point, it'll say, now that you've gotten to this point, you start setting your own goals and using this as your, as your reward. So if I'm, if I'm giving you experience points for this, when I get you to the 30,000 or well, it's, it's kind of high. If I if I get you to the twenty thousand steps mark, at that point, and let's say it's just twenty x uh, experience points, anything you said after that is just be going to be twenty experience points. But I'm going to say to you, if you want to walk forty some odd thousand steps, you can certainly adjust the experience points, but keep it within the you know keep it within the realistic range because now I've taught you how I'm doing it. So that's kind of what Boo Journey is turned into. So Boo Journey is not dead. It's not, it's, I mean, I was going to say it's not put to the side, but it literally is put to the side while, while the dog treats things are happening. I haven't worked on it at all in, in October, period. I really wanted to. <clears throat> but that is still alive. But I'm, I'm going to be moving this podcast into a more newsy style. I'm going to be doing um, Boo Journey RPG uh, and to talk about Boo Bujo RPG a little bit more, um, I, I had a uh, an epiphany about expanding the Bujo RPG Wuxia, like doing the next step. Like I had the the release was the Bujo RPG Wuxia, and then it was uh, Rise of the Iron Garden. I was thinking about doing another release, expanding the levels up, and then I don't know having a little bit of story in there too but then i'm kind of melting that into boo journey rpg so there's there's just some weirdness um <clears throat> is there anything else that i needed to cover uh once this media once my once my setup is set up i mean i i'm gonna try to do some live shows to see if there's anyone out there that got specific questions um, I would love to play a game and broadcast it. Um, there hasn't been a game that I've stuck with long enough, except for maybe No Man's Sky, but I'll be honest there, I don't think I've played No Man's Sky since August, and it's every time I start, it's kind of like there's so many updates that since the last time I played, I just start a new game because it's just way easier. I mean, it's so hard to adapt a game that was already started under an old rule set and just keep playing from that point on because everything was built on a specific idea so i don't know i, I would like to do it it's not a high priority i guess 
the podcast is a high priority. So I will be working on that. I would love ideas. I would love others who want to podcast because the one thing I notice about the podcasting world is that everybody gets to a certain point and then they start um, what's known as e-begging, which I am also doing. Um, you know, they get a Patreon to pay for their subscriptions to like Libsyn or wherever they're hosting their podcasts or they they ask for funding to upgrade their equipment and things like that. And and for for specific people that that works great. Um, I have a server that while it's not the 100 percent reliable type, it is fairly reliable and it's got a lot of space and I'm pretty sure that I could host more shows if somebody wanted to put some out and maybe and what I'm asking to do is just put them out on a feed and on the website so that I get you exposure and draw more people to my website so if you were interested in podcasting drop me a line um and uh I'm going to say that the really the only way to contact me at this point is through email, and that's emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. Um, I'm pretty sure that at the end of this year, I am getting rid of Facebook, like entirely. No Messenger, no Facebook, nothing. Um, I am also strongly thinking about getting rid of Twitter. Uh, I have used it a little bit here and there. Um, I use Tumblr, but only because my blog posts to Tumblr. I haven't been on Tumblr forever. <clears throat> um, I haven't been on Instagram forever, and because it belongs with Facebook, I'm seriously contemplating just getting rid of that too. So basically what I'm telling you is I'm thinking about dropping off of social media. The other person that I know that podcasts on a regular basis, when I told him this, was like, that's like, you, you won't get any traffic at all. And I'm like, that's not entirely true. But I mean, I understand that Social media helps, but I why do I have to participate in it? Um, it's just not it's not something I want to do. Uh, it's it's a distraction. I don't I don't like it. I don't like how I feel when I'm using it. I don't like the responses I get from the the people that are the, from the trolls. Basically, it's just I don't I don't want to use social media, and I mean, uh, it's not because I'm old. It's just because I just I don't care. Anybody that I wanted to contact and talk to, uh, I have, well, so Facebook, when I got on it, was to contact and get a hold of people and, and talk to them. And what I have discovered is that I know a lot of fucking assholes. And I I was a lot happier before. I mean, sure, I, I you know I had this opinion of certain people, but it wasn't quite as dark as it currently is. So there's a lot of people that I associate with or have associated with that because of Facebook, I probably won't associate with anymore because they're just, they're horrible, horrible people. And I don't need your negative, evil opinions in my world. And that's the way things should be. So I'm thinking about getting rid of social media. I'm just giving you a warning. I know email is old fashioned and maybe there'll be something new that pops out, but um, I don't I don't want Facebook tracking me. And I really don't want Twitter tracking me either. So it's I don't want anybody tracking me. I, I don't have a lot to hide, but I just don't like the idea of being that. Uh, I don't like the idea that Google, for instance, is bringing me ads based on where I'm at. 
Um, and then there's too many times my wife's phone has brought up an ad specifically about something we had mentioned earlier in the day to make me feel comfortable with social media largely. So we'll see how it goes. But um, I want to thank you for listening. I'm sorry this was kind of an up and a down all over the place. It's a little bit on the longer side. Um, I normally keep them to about a half hour. I'm, I'm running 36 minutes, just the recording part right now. It'll probably be 37 minutes or so by the time I add everything in, and we'll see how it goes. I am looking to pop on and podcast more often, but I, I need to get my new setup set up in order to start doing that. And if I do multiple shows a week and I can get my, my video system working, like Mixer or whatever, I, I'm completely okay with doing live video about geeky subjects. So we'll just we'll see. And uh, I'm one of the ones that wants to talk more about the positive than the negative. So I don't want to, I don't, I don't care if you don't like Star Trek or Star Wars. I, I don't want to hear it. I mean, it's, it's, eh. And I know that there's been a big divisive thing about The Last Jedi, but I mean, I liked The Last Jedi. I didn't like The Force Awakens. It's, it was just, eh. Star Wars shouldn't end on a cliffhanger, all right? It just shouldn't. And it's disappointing. I'm not a big fan of J.J. Abrams. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I've told you how to get a hold of me. Once again, it's the email is emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. Um, and uh, you can still find me at Emerald Specter on Twitter. And uh, it's technically still on Instagram, although I haven't been on Instagram in a while. But uh, if you if you want anything, drop me a line and uh, we'll go from there. But uh, just thanks for hanging on and holding on to uh, listening. And, and I'm hoping to be back up and running full time here again in the very near future. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again as soon as I can. Bye-bye.